0: Well, it isn't locked on Angels if we don't talk about Shohei Otani. We're contractually obligated. No, actually, we really like him. And he's a finalist for MVP, Johnny, but not Cy Young. That's weird. I think we need to talk about that. And John and I will tell you why you shouldn't freak out about Shohei not being traded this offseason, because we believe if they have to trade him, that it's actually going to be a good thing. You're locked on with Mike and John, and this is Locked on Angels.
1: You are Locked On Angels, your daily Los Angeles Angels podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network,
0: your team every day. And as always, we thank you for making Locked On Angels your first listen of the day. Every show is free and available on all platforms like Apple Podcasts and Spotify. And the best way to help us out is by giving us a rate and a review we would appreciate 5 stars. And those watching on YouTube, you can help the show with a like, a comment, a subscription, and make sure you click that bell to be notified every time a new episode drops. And today's episode is brought to you by our friends at BetOnline. BetOnline.net has you covered this season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. BetOnline, where the game starts. Make a wish, because it's
1: 11-11. What's going on, everybody? It's John and Mike, the Super Halo Bros. My name is John,
0: and that's my brother, Mike. And my name is Mike, and that's my brother, John. And Johnny, can we Say thank you to all the veterans who have served our country as we celebrate them today. We appreciate you. We're grateful for the freedoms that you fought for. Absolutely. And we honor you today by talking about Shohei Ohtani. (laughs) That's right.
1: (laughs) Well, this is Lockdown Angels, and it's your team every single day. And, of course, we've got to talk about Shohei and the big news that came out this week. Shohei is a finalist for American League. MVP. That is not a surprise No, because of the incredible season that he's had. Yep. So you and I thought that we'd take some time to look at him and his competition and determine, can he get another MVP? Can he make it two years in a row? Mike, why don't you run down Shohei's stats and then we'll get to Aaron Judge of the New York Yankees and Jordan Alvarez of
0: the Houston Astros. Let me talk about Shohei first. And his war, his overall war, was 9.6 this season. 3.4 as a hitter. 6.2 as a pitcher John and Mm -hmm. that stat will come in a little bit later we'll talk about that but here's his slash line 273 356 519 and of course an OPS of 875 he had a weighted runs created plus score of 142 34 home runs 90 runs 95 RBIs 11 Mm -hmm. stolen bases and then 28 starts on the mound, yes. 15 and nine. That record should have been probably 18 and maybe six because of right. the way that he pitched this season. 166 innings pitched. He qualified for both as a hitter and a pitcher to be considered for Cy Young, and MVP, and to be a league leader, which is an incredible thing. Nobody has ever done that before. 2.33 ERA, in his case, per nine innings, 11.87. Johnny had 219 strikeouts this last season, and... I know that we're biased. I know that we love Shohei. Obviously, we're Angel fans, but those numbers shout MVP. Now, I will say his pitching stats, as we've talked about, as Angel fans have noticed, his pitching stats were much better than last year. His hitting stats were actually lower than last year, even though he had an incredible hitting season. I forgot that he actually was in the race for all-time home run leader in a single season for the Angels last year with Troy Gloss because he was just knocking out home run after home run after home run. It was more of the first half than the second half. I wonder if he didn't hit in the home run derby, which I, I'm glad he did. I wonder if that actually hindered him a bit and he would have actually broken the Angels record. Hmm. All that to say, he did get MVP, and I think that he is well-deserving, and and he would get my vote. Maybe it's a biased vote, but he would get my vote for MVP for this last season, John.
1: Yeah, he's certainly done enough to be here among these names. In fact, let me go to Jordan Alvarez. I think this one is just kind of a gimme. Uh, they needed okay. a third candidate. He's got a 6.8... B War. All of these are B Wars from baseball reference. He hit 306, uh, 406 on base, 613 slugging. And this is a really good uh, OPS 1.019 OPS yep. from Yordan. Not a surprise there. This guy mashes. He had a 185 weighted runs created plus 37 home runs, 95 runs, 97 RBIs, and one stolen base from Jordan. Of course, he was a big contributor in the World Series and certainly somebody who ought to be in the discussion but i i really sure. think this is a two horse race mike i think it's between yeah aaron judge and shohei otani and yeah. i feel pretty good about shohei getting enough nods but man here we go listen to these stats from aaron judge 10.6 yeah. b war 311 <laughs> batting average 425 on base 686 slugging a 1.111 OPS. Man, that's good for... How many for, ones? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, anything over zero point is pretty darn good for anybody. Right. He had a 207 weighted runs created plus. Of course, that's a Woo. fan graph stat. 62 yeah. home runs, 133 runs scored, 131 RBIs, and 16 wow. stolen bases. Mike, I really think this just comes down to do Shohei Otani's pitching stats make yes. up for the lack of offensive stats? Because yes. I, I know that Shohei had a pretty good year. And look, his numbers are right there, neck and neck with your Don, And then you add the pitching element to it. And man, I think that really gives him a good argument in the MVP race. But then I look at Aaron Judge's numbers. I look at 133 runs scored. I know... right. That on has, base. Yeah, and and sixty-two of those, of course, were home runs. Right, <laughs> one hundred and thirty-one RBIs. Again, home runs and hits uh, with runners on base. Ah, oh, man, I I I have to ask: Do those runs and RBIs and home runs outweigh what Shohei has done as a pitcher? And do we go back to the value conversation? Is this a issue of most valuable player? Is this an issue of most impressive player? What are your thoughts on this matter?
0: That's my thoughts. Uh big big no, breath right? because I look at those stats and and Yankee fans, you are correct in arguing that Aaron Judge should be MVP. I I think that what's going to push Aaron Judge over the finish line for MVP is his 62 home runs. Mm-hmm. I think that 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 voters are going to see that and say, man, he did that, and all indications are he did it clean, and it looks like he's a clean player, which is mm-hmm. so fantastic. And I'm rooting for Aaron Judge. And on a side note, John, I'm going to throw you under the bus, in our host thread for Locked On, you did say signing Aaron Judge would be such an Artie Moreno move. Yes. <laughs> and, and when you said that, I went... I wouldn't argue with it. I'd actually really enjoy oh, that. Oh, for right? sure.
1: I just, I just think like you know, some guy on the wrong side of thirty getting a ten-year yes. deal like oh, that right. would be an, <laughs> exactly. And, and that being the only thing that we did, yeah, that would be right. Artie Marino's That would be such an uh, Artie move right? on the way out. But yes, don't yeah. get me wrong. I'd love to have Judge on this team. Just like I would have loved to have had Rendon and Hamilton and Bools right. on this team.
0: Right. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I think think what I see in Aaron Judge is a a phenomenal year, and he is somebody who has put up similar numbers in years past, and I think the 62 home runs is going to push him over the edge. Mm -hmm. I would lean in his direction. As MVP. Not personally. I'm more of a Shohei guy. Sure. I would lean in his direction just simply because of his offensive stats. But what makes it difficult, John, is Shohei's pitching stats. I mean, the right. guy really stepped it up, and I think that that is a great indication for what type of pitcher he will be this next year and in the years to come. I think he's sure. got a lot of good years ahead of him on the mound, I think offensively he's always going to be what he was this last season. We might see those home run numbers fluctuate depending on what the Angels need, but I think if if I'm voting again, I'm going with Shohei and and my second place would be Aaron Judge, but I think that the voters are going to lean in the Aaron Judge direction and I would not be mad about that. I think he's really deserving of that. He really earned it. What do you think? Do you think that it's going to be the home runs that pushes him over the edge? Is it going to be his war that pushes him over the edge? Or do you think that Shohei gets the MVP? I think writers are going to look at his
1: numbers, like those home runs, the runs, and the RBIs, which you can't control your RBI situation right. all the time right. because of people on base. Mike Trout is an example base. of that, right? Right. Yeah. Mike yeah Trout, exactly. 80
0: RBIs with 40 home runs. Nobody. Right. I think it was what we talked about that stat. It was like 19 percent runners yeah. on compared to 27 percent in the major leagues with other with other yeah. batters. They they were able to bat with people on, so that's a big gap.
1: Exactly. And so for me, I I think that writers are going to fall in love with those numbers from Aaron judge and who's not going to love 62 home runs. So my gut tells me that Aaron judge is going to get it obviously in my bias as an angel fan and watching Shohei do what he's done all season long. I think that he has enough to win the MVP. I just think that Aaron judge is going to get credited with a very special season, but you got to look at the rankings and where Shohei ranks in terms of his pitching stats and his hitting stats And he's top 10, top 5 in some categories as well. I think it's a big disservice, and we're going to get into this in the next segment, that he didn't get nominated for Cy Young. And I think that because he didn't get Cy Young nomination, then I think that takes away from his MVP case. I think if he was Mm. a finalist in both cases, I think it would be much harder. But I don't know. I'm suspicious. I think that there was some intentionality behind not putting him in the Cy Young contention. So let's talk about that here in a minute.
0: Angel fans, don't panic when the Halos say that they're not going to trade Shohei Otani this offseason. We're going to prove to you that we're still going to get a haul. If we end up trading him. we're still going to get a haul. And history says that that is the case. So we're going to share some stats with you and some history with you. So hang on for that. But first, Lockdown Angels is brought to you by BetOnline. BetOnline.net is your number one source for all sports betting info, stats, news, and analysis. You can get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there from football to basketball, soccer to esports. They have you covered at BetOnline. And BetOnline's odds for the Halos winning the World Series in 2023 Johnny is plus 5000 so if you're not a better let me just bring clarity to you that's not good <laughs> that doesn't that means that they don't expect them to get there at all right. and right. i think the way that betting works is that you would have to bet $100 and for every $100 you would get like 5000 in return if the Angels won so right. they they're saying the Angels aren't going to get there so angels, we, you got to prove them wrong, right? So bet online is really smart. They, they kind of know teams. And so you should check them out. And if you love podcasts like this one, you can check out their podcast. BetOnline.net has that all for you. They're the fastest and easiest way to get your betting fixed. So head to their website today or use your mobile device to learn more. BetOnline is where the game starts.
1: We want to thank you for making Locked On Angels your first listen of the day. And for your second listen, go ahead and check out Locked On Sports today. They're going to give you all the details you need from the games that matter the most to the biggest stories in sports. You can go beyond the scoreboard and behind the scenes with Locked On's local experts and insights that only Locked On can provide. Locked On Sports today is available
0: on this app, on YouTube, and wherever you get your podcast. Well, Shohei Otani is an MVP finalist. We expected that, but where we're shocked is that he's not a finalist for Cy Young. And so we're right. asking the question: What the heck? Why is this? <laughs> what <the case>? happened? <laughs> what happened? Right? I mean, he had an incredible pitching season. We just talked about that in the last segment. But Johnny, can you run run through Shohei's pitching stats mm-hmm. from this last season and? Gosh, he had an incredible, incredible year comparative to some of the other guys that have been considered for Cy Young and have been in the conversation for the last few years. Yeah, so
1: just as a reminder, we have Shohei Otani's stats that I'll read here in a second, but the three finalists for AL Cy Young are Dylan Cease of the White Sox, Alec Manoa of the Blue Jays, Justin Verlander of the Houston Astros. All great pitchers in their own right. Don't get me wrong. We're not taking anything away from from those nominees. We're just wondering why Shohei's not part of that and how he's not part of those three in replacement of somebody else. So let me give you just Shohei's pitching stats. Again, a 6.2 B-War from Baseball Reference. That's just pitching. Yeah. 15-9, 28 starts, 2.33 ERA, 166 innings pitched, 219 Ks. That's good for an 11.87 K per nine rate. Wow, wow. Some incredible pitching stats yeah. from Shohei Otani. Let me talk about Dylan Cease, who has been in the conversation all year. So this right. is not a surprise. He's from the White Sox, of course. Got the killer stash. We could all <laughs> take a lesson from Dylan yes. Cease's mustache. 6.4 B War. Very good. 14 and 8. A 2.20 ERA. 32 starts. 184 innings pitched. 227 Ks. And that's good for an 11.1. K per nine ratio Alec Manoa of the Blue Jays a 5.9 B war 16 and 7 2.24 ERA 31 starts, 196 and two thirds innings pitched 180 Ks that's good for an 8.2 K per nine rate and then of course you got Justin Verlander the guy who has found the fountain of youth right. and helped get the team to the World Series he, he was okay in the playoffs but yeah he definitely helped the Astros get to the World Series Yeah. 5.9 B War this season, 18 and 4, an incredible record, 1.75 ERA, 28 starts, 175 innings pitched, 185 Ks, 9.5 Ks per nine. So that's Mm. Justin Verlander. Mike, just by eyeballing the stats here, who do you think Shohei should have taken place of out of Cease, Manoa, and Verlander?
0: I was looking at that. Like, obviously, we'd have to knock somebody out because I know they want, like, the top three. Yeah. And and if I'm looking at stats right now, just based upon war, I think I think Dylan C stays in. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think he had a really incredible year. His strikeouts are really high uh, 227. And mm-hmm. with an 11.1 K per nine, so I would keep him in. And honestly, I would keep in Justin Verlander because he had a really incredible year, had 18 wins. Yeah. I'm a fan yeah. of Alec Manoa. I loved him at the All Star break when they mic'd him up. It was cool to hear him like, "I'm gonna throw a slider now. I'm gonna throw a. Totally. I'm gonna throw a fastball now, right?" And then they were telling him, "Hey, try this." And it was great. You could just see his personality come out. But if I'm gonna slot Shohei in, I'm gonna take Alec Manoa out. I think that yeah. Shohei and I look as I look at the stats. Manoa had more innings pitched than Shohei, but he was in a five-man rotation and he was not hitting. Um, Shohei was and Shohei's really Shohei's got
1: Shohei's got forty more strikeouts. Yeah, I was
0: like I was Manoa. looking at that like he he was really far ahead in strikeouts and only three starts behind Manoa, which is great right. and his WAR is is much better. So I think I would slot Shohei in for Alec Manoa, and I would take Manoa out of there. Would you do the same, or would you remove somebody else?
1: I think I would go with Manoa, obviously, but just to be contentious, I look at Justin Verlander's 18-4 record, and record, and this is why I hate wins and losses when you evaluate a player, because yeah. look at the team that Verlander had behind him. Right. A 1.75 ERA is probably the best indicator of how he did, but the problem with ERA is balls in play. Don't indicate the results, right? It it really depends on how the team behind you fields and handles things. And the Astros were good up and down defensively, offensively. True. And that's why there's not that many losses for Justin Verlander, one of which was from the Angels, by the way. (laughs) And for me, I just think that Verlander had some great stats, but he 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 pitched a f- he pitched nine more innings than mm, Shohei. Yeah, has thirty five less Ks than Shohei. A a, a slower K rate, nine point five as opposed to eleven point eight seven. Like Shohei dominated. Yeah. on the mound. And yeah. and truthfully, Justin Verlander dominated on the mound. His stuff was looking good. So just to be contentious, I'm putting Shohei up against Verlander. But I think if you're going to make the obvious choice here, I think it's Alec Manoa. And this goes back to my point from the last segment. If Shohei is a Cy Young finalist, then that makes the MVP discussion that much more difficult. Because if you're a nominee for MVP and Cy Young, then I think it's clear that you have a way better case than he already does have. I think it just adds that much more to Shohei's case. To me, I'm a conspiracy theorist here. The fact that Shohei didn't get a nomination for Cy Young, especially over like an Alec Manoa, makes me think like, are we protecting Aaron Judge? Are we uh, protecting his case for AL MVP? Because if so, that's ridiculous. Is this so John and uh, <laughs> 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 Get me my tinfoil hat, John and I love it. Huh.
0: a John. John. <laughs> I I think I think that there, you know, there's always those those narratives out there right and it's silly that he's not a part of this conversation because this right. hit a really great year and and what I what I have a feeling will happen next year depending on if the Angels are good or not I think Shohei's gonna have a really great year on the pitching side and watch he will be in the Cy Young consideration and he'll also be in the MVP consideration It's it's almost like they give a nod to what happened previously or they give a nod to something that actually doesn't matter when it comes to awards. Like, for example, there is this mm-hmm. huge discussion with the Gold Glove and that St. Louis, Nolan Arenado, won the Gold Glove. Mm-hmm. But if you look mm-hmm. at Key Brian Hayes from the Pittsburgh Pirates, his mm-hmm. defensive stats were through the roof and so much better than Nolan Arenado. However... Nolan's on the St. Louis Cardinals and Nolan was in the playoffs and Nolan's the face of the Cardinals. I would assume I I would call him the face of the Cardinals. And so I think that some of that plays into this conversation. Now, if I'm looking at this list, John, of these three players, I think Justin Verlander is going to be the Cy Young because I Mm. think he fits in the same category as Aaron judge. I think people are going to look at wins. I think they're going to look at ERA and, the comeback
1: story yes and how and, how yeah.
0: great the Astros were winning the World Series so I think that he's actually going to win it but if I had a choice I actually would give the Cy Young to Dylan Cease because I think yeah. his stats prove that he had a really incredible year and and Cease is always so difficult especially when the Angels play him
1: to your point of giving it to Dylan Cease we're not saying like Oh, Shohei is far and away the Cy Young winner. Right. No, we're not saying like no, no, no. he 100% deserves it. We're saying he needs to be a finalist, right. at least be in the in the conversation cuz the fact that he's not is somewhat ridiculous, yeah. especially when you compare what's going on here. I understand it's probably the innings pitched, but you get more value per inning with Shohei. Look at the the K rate, yeah. right? Look yeah. at the the ERA and the wins. I mean, even though it's 166, I mean, again, like you said, he's doing that in a six-man rotation. There's probably a start or two that Shohei could have gone longer and maybe put him over 170, maybe even touching 175. And maybe that changes the conversation. But I don't know, Mike. Sometimes I wonder if this is still just an ERA race when it comes to Cy Young.
0: listen, I I know that when you say don't panic, everybody panics. And so I want to say this really (laughs) gently. Angel fans, don't panic. I know that the narrative out there when we heard Perry Manassian say – we're not going to trade Shohei Ohtani this offseason. Everybody was like, oh, great. That means we're not going to get anybody. Oh, great. He's had its highest value. <laughs> oh, great. Oh. Everybody becomes a GM, and I'm guilty of that as well. I know you're guilty of that. Like, everybody becomes sure. a GM for another team. And, and then, of course, the narrative out there is all this negative, Nelly, panicky type of stuff, right? So here's the thing. We've actually gone through history, and according to what we've seen in MLB history, I don't think the Angels lose any leverage, John, by not trading Shohei this offseason. Recent history, too. Right. This is recent history. I actually think that no matter when they trade him, if they trade him, and hopefully right. they don't they don't trade him they re-sign him and we win this year and we win sure. the world series and then everybody retires but uh, <laughs> <laughs> we ride off into the sunset. we ride off into the sunset the, the angels the angels close <laughs> <laughs> looking at recent history john it it tells us and it should tell baseball fans angel fans specifically there's nothing to panic about. There's nothing to right. worry about. Like, we're actually going to be okay. So why don't you talk about the first trade that we have listed here. Sure. Uh, the U Darvish trade to the LA Dodgers back in 2017. Let me just preface this conversation with the fact that, like you said, we don't want... Preface. Preface. I'll preface. <laughs> <laughs> Allow me to
1: preface. We don't want to see Shohei get traded. We would love no. for the Angels to come into 2023, run it back, and try to win with Shohei. However, yes. there is a significant chance that by July... And early August, when the trade deadline is, that you look at yourself and you say, all right, we're not gonna win with Shohei, we're 47 and 70. You know, that's a silly (laughs) number, but somehow (laughs) the Angels (laughs) managed to do that. just got sick. (laughs) If that was the case, then yes, absolutely move Shohei at the deadline, right? If they're in a position where they can't win. And what we're saying is the return at the trade deadline is not gonna be that much different than the return you would get right now and here's right. why like you said right. the you darvish trade at the deadline you darvish was a rental the rangers traded him to the dodgers in 2017 the dodgers got to the world series should have won because they were being cheated against in return <laughs> the rangers got willie calhoun who we've seen lots of aj alexi who's a starting pitcher brendan davis a shortstop Mike, that's a three-to-one exchange for you, Darvish, who has gotten better since that time, by
0: the way. He has really gotten better, yeah.
1: So he was a rental for the Dodgers, and they
0: got three players. Uh, The Rangers got three players in return for him. Can I make a point real quick? The Dodgers did this to get to the World Series. Right. That is who is going to make a play for Shohei at the trade deadline, a team that's Got to get to the World Series, and he is going to be so good for them,
1: mm-hmm. and that's
0: why you're not going to lose much power. Talk about the next trade, Johnny. Includes the Dodgers, but it was Manny Machado actually getting traded for Baltimore.
1: <laughs> oh, look, it's the Dodgers again. The Dodgers <laughs> gave Baltimore Orioles, the Baltimore Orioles, just trying to save time, Yep, Yeseniel Diaz, Dean Kramer, who we've seen do very well, uh, yeah. Zach Pop, who's a strong reliever with the Blue Jays now, Rylan Bannon and Brevik Valera, that's a 5-1 to yep. exchange for half a season of Manny Machado because the Dodgers were dead set on going to the World Series again. Get this, Johnny Cueto, back in 2015, was traded from the Reds to the Royals in the Royals World Series year. That's a 3-1 to exchange with cash. Listen to this, John Lamb, Brandon Finnegan, Cody Reid all went to the Reds in exchange for Johnny Cueto to yep. the Royals, they won the World Series and Guaido was a big part of getting them there Mike, talk
0: about the next trade in 2016. Araldus Chapman gets traded from the Yankees Mm-hmm. to the Cubs. Hey, by the mm-hmm. way, it was a World Series move for the Cubs yes. and they got there. Uh, Glaber Torres, Adam Warren, Billy McKinney, Rashad Crawford, four to one exchange, John. Mm-hmm. And then there's this trade from 2014, John Lester and Johnny Gomes and $1.8 million Red Sox to the A's and they got Cespedes yeah, who who ended up being really great and then kind of fell off the <laughs> fell off the cliff. But he has been he was huge for them during that that season. And let
1: me make a point about that. Like the the A's traded away Yoenis Cespedes to make a push and get John Lester and Johnny Gomes. Yeah. So that's kind of a flip side here. But Yoenis Cespedes it was huge, like an yep. impact player. So yep. like we have to incorporate the fact that there's a chance we could get somebody to help us win now and right right away uh, rather than like prospects or guys that are on the borderline like trading for Cespedes is a guy who's going to make your team better Uh, obviously in 2014 (laughs) trading for Cespedes is a guy who's going to make your team better right away and then Mike talk about this one because this is 1998 we're going man, I got all the way back, back to 98 looking
0: at these names i'm like man i'm in high school i'm getting ready to graduate like, that's right so this is 98 mariners to the astros randy johnson gets traded remember randy johnson when he hit that that bird when he the was bird. pitching that was great uh <laughs> listen to who they got for randy johnson freddie garcia mm-hmm. jose guillen and mm-hmm. john halama that is mm-hmm. a haul and they mm-hmm. traded him at the deadline and that's who they got it was a three to one exchange Johnny, as I look at each of these trades, there was a hall there. There was yeah. a group of players. Now, not all the players panned out, which I think is the caveat to this conversation. Everybody's of like, course. "We got to get, we got to make a trade. We got to get all these players." Not all of them turn out to be Freddie Garcia and turn right. out to be Joanna Cespedes. You know, like that, that doesn't always happen. But what history teaches, according to what we've learned today, is that we could get some really great players for Shohei, no matter when. We trade Shohei if we trade Shohei. If Manny Machado can net you five
1: players, and again, the Machado trade consisted of two names that I know very well as a non-Orioles fan, Dean Kramer and Zach Pop. And again, Zach Pop is with the Blue Jays. And then there's three other players. It's not a matter of how are these guys turning out. it's, It's the number of players you get back. So if Machado can net you five and Darvish can net you three from the Dodgers to the Rangers... Mike, it's like Shohei's going to get you at least six, right? Like, and the Angels have all the leverage in this situation because any team who's contending and wants to get to the World Series and wants Shohei Otani basically punches their ticket to the World Series. And I think the Angels have all the leverage in that situation. I don't think that they're going to have to pick up some, some scrub. I think that you could end up with five to seven prospects at the very worst. Maybe you get a superstar, like somebody who's going to help the Angels right now, maybe yeah. a second baseman or first base. I don't know, some sort of outfielder, whatever the case might be. Somebody who's on a major league team right now and helping their team win, and then maybe two other or three other stars to come along with that superstar. So to me, looking at history, I think Shohei at the deadline will get a return Of five, six, seven players, if not a superstar with like three players.
0: Am I wrong? (laughs) No. I think that you're absolutely right. I think you can look at at least four players coming over, but I think that the Angels can push it to six. They have all the leverage. They have all the talking mm-hmm. points, right? Like, And if and if teams are like, no, we're not going to trade with you, great. Then we get Shohei for the rest of the season if we're 47 and 70. <laughs> and we get him, and he's going to be our draw, and people are going to come in, right? And would it be a shame not to have him there? Sure. But we also know that the conversation to re-sign him will still be at play. And, yeah. and it sounds like Shohei would, would love to stay. Everybody's saying that he wouldn't want to stay, but it sounds like he would want to stay in Southern California with the Angels. So I see the Angels still getting a haul, Johnny. I still I still think that they're gonna bring in some really great players and and if they do make this trade, I hope that they're they're great players that can have an impact sooner rather than later.
1: And for everybody using Shohei quotes about how he's disappointed with the season yes, and he yes. wants to win, let me point you to one quote that uh has been floating around and that's him saying I really have a feeling of wanting to win with the Angels. Yeah. Because he came here. He signed here. We we are fortunate enough that he chose the Angels because they were like, yeah, you can do the two-way thing. We'll let you do your thing. And I think that he respects that. He wants to bring a championship to Anaheim. Yep. He doesn't want to do it with a team that's going to get there without him. Like, You know what I mean? I think right. it means more to a player to bring a championship back to a team like ours when he could easily sign with somebody else or get the most money somewhere else, that sort of thing. So I, I really think Shohei has his sights set on helping the Angels get a championship in 2023, and maybe even beyond that.
0: Well, we solved all the world's problems on this episode today, which is why we're grateful that you made Locked On Angels your first listen today. Now for your next listen, check out the Locked On Sports Today podcast. Our friends over there do a great job of sharing some of the biggest stories of the day, instant reactions, big game recaps, and of course they have The Take of the day and sometimes that take of the day has to do with Shohei Otani they're available on the Odyssey app YouTube or wherever you get your podcasts
1: this weekend be sure you give us a follow at locked on angels on twitter it's us don't worry we're not going to do the verification non-verification thing (laughs) twitter is a mess right now (laughs) also at super halo bros on twitter and instagram those are still the same we're still there it's still mike and john yes uh
0: give us a follow this weekend because michael monday is mailbag monday and we would love to hear your thoughts we would love to answer your questions. Connect with us by reaching out to us on social media. You can direct messa- message us. You can comment below if you're watching on YouTube. Or you can give us a call, 714-409-6396. And of course, that number will be in the description, the show description.
1: Yeah, tell me if I'm wrong about this show, hall I would love to hear it. Tell me if I'm right. Just... Just feed my my brain this weekend. Feed my ego. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I have none. All right, friends. Thank you so much for joining us. Uh, We hope that you'll get in our mailbag this weekend. Until Monday's show, my name is John, and that's my brother, Mike. And my name is Mike, and that's my brother, John. That's going to do it for this episode of Locked on Angels. Have yourself a great weekend, and we will see you on Monday.